Right, welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrock. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality <laughs> TV Cast. You are listening to the Married at First Sight Australia Season 8, Episodes 31 and 32, I think, isn't it? <laughs> It's I've the gone with you. It's the reunion. It's the reunion. Yeah, I had the wrong screen open. So, oh my word, what a great start, Chris! And I tell you what, what a great season. I know we say it every time we get to this one, but my word, there's no let up, is there, with these two reunion episodes? Oh my word! And and obviously, you know, we've we've sat and we've we know these are aired earlier in the year. In Australia, but in the UK, they've literally just finished this week. I mean, they finished like last night, sort of thing, or the night before. It's unbelievable, Dave, that this show and it, and I can see this buzz on the social media, and it's great because you know right, we've got our social media channel, and you do see the odd thing. I've seen nothing on this, nothing at all. And and once it's finished and we're gone through it, and my jaw was on the floor, I just couldn't <laughs> wait to speak to you, Dave. And I know our friends on Facebook have all said to us, wait until. You see, I think Hennessy had said, like, wait until you see Love Island Australia, which we are going to be doing. Yeah. So I don't I don't even know what to expect because this, for me, has been top tier all year. But what we've done, some great shows and some proper bobbins ones, but this has been my favourite by a long shot. It, I tell you what, it is funny. So we, we had some uh, messages coming through from uh, Instagram as well and people saying about, please just do Love Island Australia. It is brilliant. So now that we're or we're about to finish off maths, um, we'll definitely get on that for next week. But Chris, which of the couples would you like to talk about first? <laughs> Look... They're all a bunch of bastards, Dave. Let's be honest. <laughs> I think pretty much everyone. Now, I, I mean, there was just proper jaw on the floor stuff. I think obviously the first reunion, we they concentrated a lot on Coco, Cameron, Sam, and Sam, didn't they? The two Sam, Sam the guy mm. who was with Coco and Sam who was with Cameron. And honestly, what a pair of lying fuckers Cameron and Coco were <laughs> unbelievable. Did you sleep together? Oh. Uh, uh, yeah. So but, but, but not afterwards. Fuck off. They have been dabbling. When they were going to the gym, Dave, they were definitely not just <laughs> lifting weights and spotting each other. That, for me, was amazing. But it's everyone's facial expressions. Everyone's like, oh, my God. It was the first episode. Oh, Patrick, was brilliant. Patrick was like, you can't Again? inquire, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, he has no filter, does he? He has no filter. Um, unbelievable. And you're right. I mean, you look at there. Coco was just in it. Like I say, there's a few on this one, but if she was a lollipop, Dave, it's an old saying, she'd fucking lick herself. Loved herself. Cameron was a snake. and But Sam, I mean, he goes after Bryce. He goes after Cameron. He, he, he's taking oh, the word. piss out. He's, <laughs> he's a nasty little shit. But however, yeah. he's brilliant because, again, He's got no filter either. <laughs> you know, we didn't uh, we didn't call out the fact that you know at the dinner party he kept going after Cam, didn't he? He's like, like you're a big dog, big dog. You're right, getting plates protein. <laughs> yeah, protein. Like, he could just fucking drop you if he wanted to. But um, 
yeah, Sam, I don't, I don't like him, and I agree with you. He's a nasty piece of work, but uh, some of his facial expressions I was quite enjoying, to be honest, because, again, he's got very little filter, and if he's upset, you know, everyone knows about it. But um, I thought that was so, you know, it was so uncomfortable but brilliant, where they were basically showing you know, uh, Coco saying, oh, there's nothing there, you know, saying to everyone and saying, Sam, uh, you know, everyone in the room is just discussing the fact that, you know, we have a good connection and stuff. And I, I just feel, you know, compelled to come and tell you. <laughs> and it's like, nope, there you are. You're fucking having these secret conversations. You're texting each other all the time and you're snogging away. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> a brilliant uh, play by the producers to absolutely throw them under the bus there. And, and, and again, the, you know, at least Cam came out and said, you know, oh, yeah, it is cheating. Whereas Coco was really struggling to wrap her head around the fact that it was cheating. She she felt like she was all doing, like she was doing everything above board. Yeah, she was doing God's work, Dave. She was saving <laughs> yeah. Cameron. What a load of bullshit. And you're right, fantastic TV. I mean, I watched this first one and I was like... <gasps> I cannot wait for the second one. And I knew they were saving stuff because we'd not gone through some of the, the more prominent couples at the time. But again, we got like, you know, you, even the Jake, uh, Jake, we even got the a bit of Bryce and Melissa again. And that way they went into the second episode. But what I love, Dave, is the sly arses. And that guy, that fucking so-called expert, he sat there and he's <laughs> pissing himself because they're using behind-the-scenes footage that we've not even... I've been yeah. privy to to out the contestants. And I was like, this is amazing. Look at the UK one. We had fucking Bob and that girl who copped off with Jordan. Who You could tell she was on it because she wanted to, she was a wannabe. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty much sure all were, but she'd been in a family. Her brother had been on the other date on Single Town and all that. So they're obviously trying to make a career out of social media. She copped off with that guy and then decides that, it, you know, as if it was Bob's fault and made Bob look terrible. And <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, yeah. I bet off camera, she is a nightmare. And I believe she was a nightmare. She wasn't the only one. There was other people on there who were nightmares. I mean, Jordan was horrible to, to, to everybody on that show. I thought it was a right bellend. But it just, they didn't show any of that in the UK one. But this Aussie one, they did. And I was like, me and Sam were watching it. They're going, holy fucking shit. <laughs> this is amazing. I just... The reunion was the icing on the cake for me. It was fantastic. You know what? So so let's stick on Bryce and Melissa then, because Melissa has consistently been thrown these facts and rumours and all sorts about Bryce. And, you know, it all came out, didn't it? You know, it, it was basically undeniable. And it finally became clear to me, Chris, that, well, Melissa, it's not that she doesn't care. But I think why she gets a bit upset sometimes is she knows that Bryce has done this. She knows, yeah. and she's getting annoyed at everyone making it undeniable. Like, the, she just can't get away from it. She knows what he's done. She's prepared to get past it and can't see why everyone else is making it their business to, you know, call Bryce out. Because, I mean, especially when his mates threw him under the bus, basically. I, and I mean, it, it was telling, wasn't it? You know, he's moved away now, hasn't he, from the area? And, um, you know, I'm not sure they're, they're friends anymore. 
But uh, yeah, she, it, it was like, you know what? Melissa's just got, she's got her man, if you like, and she's prepared to look past all these little indiscretions. The whole, the whole gift, you know, that came yes. out that that was true. And, uh, you know, Beck, Beck was loving it, wasn't she? She was absolutely oh, loving it at that point. Man. But Chris will come on to them later because oh, she wasn't loving yes. it quite so much a bit later, was she? No, and, and you're right, Dave. That was the fucking best bit of the whole show for me. Unbelievable. But well, we could, I, I mean, we could go on to that if you if you want. I mean, we, should we? Should we just talk yeah, about go that? On. Because was that was amazing. That was literally the bit where I, my jaw was on the floor and I was like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so, like I say, when the stuff was coming out about Bryce, Beck thought it was the best thing in the world. And, you know, as part of the reunion, so in the first episode, they'd had the dinner date, hadn't they? Uh, or, you know, like the dinner party. And um, Beck had come in with a dress to die for, hadn't she? She wanted to make a statement that, Jake, look at this. This is what you're missing out on. And apparently there'd been a bit of an indiscretion. So Jake had apparently smooched Booker at some... Was it a New Year's, though? New Year's, yeah. So, you know, it's this big thing, and Beck is completely put out, despite the fact even Booker herself says it was nothing. It was just like this, you know, it's just a, a friendly kiss. There was nothing romantic about it. But she was really playing the victim there, wasn't she? Uh, old oh, thingy you know, for it, ace, Beck. Yeah, Beck. Because I tell you what, and you're right, she she was putting Jake under that bus completely. And Booker's like, look, what, what the hell's going on? Now, have you seen The Kiss, Dave? I haven't. Have you? I've seen it. So what I will say, it wasn't a peck on the lips. Right. right? So what it was, was obviously they sat together. It's probably some PR event or whatever they were at. And, and one of the other, obviously, it was one of the other contestants was, was filming it. Once you that one who was with that guy who wanted to go out biking all Georgia. the time because she didn't, yeah, George, uh, is, uh, is it George? No, the old, the older couple, the guy with the glasses. Oh, who, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. The one name is his steak. His steak, yeah, his steak. And they weren't compatible from the beginning. She was crying once, but she'd filmed it and she said, I don't anything in it. However, when you watch it, it was one of them kisses where they looked like they had a bit to drink. They went in to say Happy New Year and it was a little bit longer than just kissing someone affectionately to say, you know, happy new year or whatever. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't necessarily kiss someone on the lips if it was New Year's Eve. It wasn't, you know, it was a friend. I'd probably kiss them on the cheek or whatever, but it, it was a slightly longer than average kiss, Dave. So I can sort of see Bex's approach. To that. And I mean that I do not like Bex at all. I if, cannot wait. If to they were a couple, Chris. What, what have well, you seen that's in the, the previous thing. 30 episodes exactly. to suggest that they were a couple? Nothing at all. And she made out that they were together. And he said, I made the effort to come to you. You spent three days with me in this, in what, 30 days or whatever it was, time limit. She didn't want anything to do with him. She fucked him off. He was like, I was just lonely. I was out. And, and honestly, Dave, you'd have to have a look at it because it's not... It's not a snog at all, but there is that sort of lingering kiss effect to it, and then they pull mm. away, do you know what I mean? And they're like laughing. So there is a little bit of spice there, but let's step forward to the real drama, Dave. So <laughs> Beck, Bex, or whatever you want to call her, 
has been the fucking moral virtue throughout this whole show. She's been horrible. She's a spoiled brat. Her own mother is an absolute joke because she was defending her absolutely yeah, outrageous yeah. behaviour. I'd like to think as parents of girls, uh, or, or women, obviously John's 21, that sort of a woman, that I, even now I would still... Yeah, you have to remind yourself though, don't you? No, yeah, you do. Yeah, go on, all right, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> not yet, Dave. But, uh, but no, but I do, I do honestly think that I would, if I saw her acting wrong... I would, mm. I'd have it in me to tell her and say, no, that's wrong. You can't do that. That's part of all. You need to apologize. You know, we all are wrong at times. We all do stupid things. And sometimes you've got to eat humble pie. But the fact that a mother fucking gaslights her to do it even more is a disgrace. And that's, she was playing the, oh, he's ruined my life, ruined the relation. We were like, oh, Jake, you bell and you've lost. I was thinking, it's like one of them things. Jake has got so many points going for him the way she's treated him. And then he does that. And it's like, you're sort of lost half your battle, Jake, because you've been a bit sneaky on that. And then, Dave, the sob story, which I wasn't buying anyway about a dog. I've got a dog. I've got a cat. If I were an all-inclusive holiday, whoever's looking after that dog, they can look after it when I'm away, Dave. <laughs> I'm not coming home because I'm a dog. I'm not, I don't love a Sam and Jordan. They absolutely love the, the dog and cat. But, and I'm not a, an animal, like, you know, I don't completely hate animals, but, but, in, in one of them things, it's just sort of like, it was seen dead fake because I, I think I said at the time, I was watching it, but I had my head in my phone or my laptop and I'm looking up watching it. And I said, is a dad all right? And I, know I said this on the <laughs> podcast. And Sam's like, a dad? I went, well, is a dad ill or something? Because she said a man's name. She went, no, it's a dog. And I looked at her with them fucking bullshit <laughs> tears she was coming out with. And I'm thinking, have we even got a dog? I'm thinking, fuck <laughs> off. It seems so fake. And it was, and Jake's like, oh, it's terrible. You do what you need to do. I'll give you space. And, all. and I, honestly, from the minute she said it, I was like, she's such a fucking dick that there's no way this is the truth. And lo and behold, the camera is on her with the dog. She does this fucking call to Jake or whoever she's talking to about the dog. And she's there and he's there, the dog. And the dog looks like she just picked him up off the street. Doesn't look like he's her dog. <laughs> And then the camera pans up thinking she's off the call and she puts the lips, it's blurred out, but she puts her lips on a guy and you can hear him, there's more than lips going down there, Dave. And I'm thinking, <laughs> this has been your play fucking from the start. You have just wanted to get on the show. You've had no interest in Jake because you're already in a relationship. This is a Grant crap level of bullshit. However, Grant sort of did go all the way with Taylor, didn't he? Actually, you know, went out with her, had sex with her and everything, but he actually had a girlfriend. It was all about Grant Crap's mm. um, brand. Exactly what Bex has done. Same thing. And I love that expert guy because he sits there and he went, and you can see Bex's face and she went, it's, it's my brother. And I'm like, fuck <laughs> on. That is brilliant. So I mean, she said it almost, I thought, with a, a serial killer delivery. Absolutely blood as cold as ice. You know, she's, it must have felt so small and ridiculous, but yeah, just completely, oh. uh, you know, even tone. It's my brother. Dave. <laughs> and that made me laugh. So good. <laughs> what, was, what, what actually happened? I mean, uh, she thinks she was still on the call. How did they get this footage? And you mentioned about the, the expert guy. And he's like, let's be clear. We weren't sure what we were looking at. Okay, Pinocchio. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> we, just, look- we just wanted some clarity about this. It pans back to him and he's fucking pissing himself, Dave. They don't show it on camera and they pan away. And he's laughing his head off when he says we want a bit of clarity. And you can see a look. She's looking everywhere. And, and Bryce and Melissa, uh, Bryce and Melissa, right? Whatever we think of Bryce, and he's a complete wanker. They had their moment. He was reveling in it, Dave. It was fucking amazing. At that point, I loved Bryce and Melissa because I thought, you know what? Whatever we think of you as a person and as a couple, and you're a farce as a couple, you've not, I don't think they've deserved all the shit that has come their way. It's been bordering on bullying at times. He's been horrible to Melissa. He had to be called out, but every episode towards the end, has just been, let's get Bryce, let's get Bryce. Let's let's knock down Melissa and see how, how long we can fucking put her into some sort of bloody, uh, on some sort of antidepressants because of Bryce. It was awful to watch. And that moment for me was one of the best moments. And it was when she said, Jake went, I know a brother. Can we wind that back? And obviously they've they've blurred out the guy's <laughs> yeah. rules. And she was, and she's panicking like fuck. And, and, and then he goes, oh, it's not your brother. And she's like, well, all right, I'm gonna come and tell you the truth. I'm, I'm gonna like, come what? clean. I'm gonna come clean. What? <laughs> because you lied a minute ago and you've lied all the way through this, but now you've been rumbled, you're gonna tell us the truth. Like that's a moral virtue. It was fucking the biggest part of humble pie i've ever seen and i loved every minute of that dave the thing is with bryce he's just not that smart is he so no. you know he's had this girlfriend on the outside and, and i do think what's happened there he probably had it the the relationship when he was going in there and it probably split up when they were halfway through or something like that and He's just not that smart, uh, you know, kind of cover up his tracks. He's obviously had this conversation with Beck in the gym and said, oh, you know, I've got a girl on the outside, you know, thinking he's like 15 or something and and she's going to go, oh, wow, he's so sexy, so good, all the girls (laughs) want him. You know, he's just a bit dumb really, isn't he? Whereas Beck, she thinks she's got all the bases covered and then he's just fucking rumbled right at the end there, Scooby-Doo style. And uh, <laughs> I just absolutely loved it. And the fact that she was still weaving this web of lies, because she said, even after the point when she said, I'm going to come clean, it was not coming clean. It was like, okay, I'm going to give you a different version of the truth that I think is more palatable now. So it basically, I just happened to uh, ring up this old flame and, and you know, we, we hit a spark. And, and then Jake's like, well, how did... You must have been texting him. Like, because how does he know to pick you up there? <laughs> so, and then it's like, you know, are you together now? Yeah, we're together now. Right. So it was an old flame. And you just happen to go and meet him when, you know, you, you went home for the dog and you're together now. Right. (laughs) 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 It was brilliant TV. I just absolutely loved it. Absolutely loved it, Chris. I, I, I've watched it twice now already. (laughs) It's amazing. I've watched that end bit so many times with Bex because it was the way she, and it was the old saying, my old saying, when one finger's pointing at you, I'll have yeah. Bryce, there's two pointing back at them usually because they're hiding somewhere. And she was the, the, the most obvious person that was doing the dirty on Jake, on everything else. And look, we'll get into where are they now after we've, we've sort of gone through. But I just thought 
fucking brilliant TV. And that, for me, was my moment of the year, without a doubt. Yeah. I, I mean, I... I'm not sure I felt it was obvious. I, I didn't I didn't see what her reasons were. It was very clear all the way through. She wasn't interested uh, in Jake, and she was looking for any excuse to to basically write off the relationship. You know, it, just the the choice of words that she used. You know, when when Jake sort of lent in for a kiss, and then but she when she relays that story, she's saying, "Oh, he tried to shove his tongue down my throat." And it's like, but we we saw what happened, and it, it doesn't reflect what you're saying. And then the whole thing at the at the at the start of the reunion, where you know she's clearly just not into him. And I'd said in the last episode, hadn't I, that Jake was really starting to piss me off because he's basically Lloyd out of Dumb and Dumber, who's constantly like looking for that one in a million chance, and it, it just <laughs> made no sense to me at all. But having seen that footage and the the weak explanation that eventually came out, I just think it's it's clearly obvious. You know, she was with this guy all the time. She's got whatever reasons they are for being on the show. Um, and yeah, she was never interested, Who, whether it was Jake, whether it was someone else. Uh, it, it didn't really matter. She was always going to write it off. But then, you know, try and make herself out to be the victim. So if she, you know, she's talking about these things, you know, about how Jake's trying to shove his tongue down her throat and stuff. And, you know, obviously he gave her a great excuse with that whole book of kiss in the end. I, I just thought it was fantastic. And and I have to say, Chris, it was, I don't know about moment of the year. It is one of the reality TV moments of the last few years. I can't think... <laughs> Well, I, I could think of a handful of, you know, equally good moments. Like when, um, what was his name? The guy from Manchester. Uh, was it series six of Love Island? When he, he coupled up with someone in Casa Amor and came in and, you know, to, to, Callum, to be confronted. I think it was Callum, yeah, to be confronted by Shauna. And she's like, congrats, hun. <laughs> you know, well, you Michael know. and Amber as well. That that whole post caster more thing. Oh, Those yeah. are the kind of explosive moments that stick out in the memory, and this was absolutely one as well. It was, and just a quick mention of Callum from Manchester, Dave. We've done this podcast, haven't we, for nine on three years now, pretty much, haven't we? We've covered loads of shows. I'm sure I slated Callum. I might work with his stepmom, which I only found out this week, Dave. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose it's not that out of the realms of possibility, is it? Well, yeah, you know? they, they are from Salford. It's where my, my office is based. And I was thinking, oh, fuck, what have I said about him? Don't ever go back on the podcast. Oh, it's okay. Does she know about the podcast? <laughs> nope. Let's do oh, yeah. it that way, baby. <laughs> One of the lads went, hey, she's, she's uh, so, uh, stepson's that Callum out of uh, Love Island. And I'm like, which one? I went, this Callum. Yeah, him. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm sure we ripped him <laughs> no, to pieces. I, I can just imagine that moment. You, in that moment, must have felt like Beck. Yeah. <laughs> you I were just like, oh, dropping out. Oh, yeah. shit. And then someone said that. Someone went, oh, 
uh, does she? I think one of the lads actually said later on, who's only me, and he went, does she know about the podcast? I was like, no, it's, it's old, that one anyway, leave it. I was like, fuck off. <laughs> There's a reason we don't have guests on. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> None of them would speak to us. Remember, remember Singletown, when that, one of the, the competitors oh on it? Oh, my God, the, yeah. He had a pop at us, didn't he? You fucking... No, me, no. Was- <laughs> he said <laughs> you. Because you said he'd been cheating about town. <laughs> no, I said he looked like he's been cheating about town. I don't think, uh, listeners, if anyone wants to go back and uh, to listen, I, I remember the bloke. I don't remember his name, but um, <laughs> I think I think what it was, you'd got him confused with one of the other guys. Um, you no know, the, fucked up, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he fucking came after you. Well, he did come after us, but I still blame you. You blame me. You blame me. It was the it was the social media us which I hid behind and was like, oh no, I say oh, well, where have you got that information from? And I'm thinking, hang on, has he got a guilty conscience? In fact, don't go down that route, Chris. Just say, well, it's just it was just an observation we came to from the I, I come to the observation from his dialogue, and I'm fucking digging out there. But anyway, let's move on. Today <laughs> um, I'll tell you well. So if, obviously the Bex thing, we, we know how that ended. For me. Bex was the worst of the lot on this show, without a doubt. And Bryce... Well, you've slipped was... back into Bex. Beck. 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 She we, was we've been beast. called out for that, haven't we? Yeah, we have. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm doing it again. Um, but Beck, for me, was the worst. And Bryce was a very, very close second because it would have been Bryce all the way until the end bit. And I was like, oh, no, I can't fucking deal with someone like you. You're such a hypocrite. But Liam had a late charge. It was oh. almost like he was, he was three jumps from the end of the... At the Grand National, and he decided, you know what? I'm going to have a go at this, and he comes steaming on. through. What a horrible wanker he is! Like really, yeah. really nasty with Georgia, and and who the fuck are these friends? They they must be an absolute gaggle of fucking assholes. Because why would you put his? And he's just the same. What an arrogant yeah. prick he was for me. I'm sorry, I'm going in on him because I thought he was disgusting. There was absolutely no need for what he did there was there so you know that was in the um that was in the dinner party wasn't it you know and everyone's kind of coming in and they're guessing like who's going to come in next and you can see she's already a bit you know a bit nervous about the whole interaction didn't end in the best way um and then he comes in and then it's you know he hugs one person hugs the next person, just goes past her. You know what it's like, Chris. You know it does remind me. I haven't had a good office reference for the for the last few uh, weeks. It's like when uh, season one and they they all you know they're after David Brent asking him about the redundancies and Malcolm's like the the head <laughs> ringleader, and he goes, "You're not going to lose your job. You're not going to lose your job." Goes past Malcolm. You're not going to lose your job. <laughs> it was just like that, wasn't it? He just completely blanked Georgia. And I'm making light of it, but it was pretty heartbreaking to watch, to be honest. It was. And I'm going to be honest with you. I actually used that reference today at work. So oh, we really? were talking about like a, a bonus scenario and there's been his usual work stuff. Some some have not been included. Some have. And I said, you know what it's going to be, don't you? What went? It's going to be the office. And I said the same way. You're getting a bonus. You're getting a bonus. You're getting a bonus. And I skipped about three of them out. And one of them was like, there was like, I've never even watched the office. And then a few of the lads are laughing, going, yeah, it's proper 
David Brent stuff. And I, honestly, I used it this morning about six o'clock in the morning. <laughs> That's so bizarre. You just use that. <laughs> I told you, did I? I? I was on a training course, and the the instructor's like, "Get their attention," and I was just like, I had to mute myself. I was like, fucking hell. The office is just everywhere, isn't it? <laughs> did, did you did you ever have one of those training courses where like the instructor would put in like a picture of like a beach or it's some I've seen one where guys actually put a picture on of a girl in a bikini going, Oh, how's that got in there? Have what? you ever done that on a course? Have you never seen that? <laughs> right, so I've seen it on TV shows parodied where people would go on to like a training course for work and someone have a slide or a PowerPoint thing and they'd be doing something. And then there'd be like a picture that is nothing to do with the course. And and honestly, a guy had one and it was, it, it was obviously no nakedness or anything, but it was like some woman sunbathing or, or on a beach. And he's like, oh, how did that get in there? And the whole room, Dave, just looked at each other going, I don't know, mate, but you're going to get sacked if you don't fucking remove them. You know, we all sat there like, that's not funny. And how would you even think? And I think there was even women on the course. And I'm like, how would you even think yeah. that that's appropriate in any fucking facet? It was a, I've seen it a few times. I've seen that's it where they makes like it so perfectly fucking Brent-like, isn't it? Yeah, it's David Brent. I've seen other <laughs> ones where they'll put like a holiday snap, snap of him, like they're sat there with a drink in their hand. Oh, how's that got in there? You know, like just, but it's one of them, plus be like an old school icebreaker on a course. I can't believe you've never, never seen that. No, before. no. It's fucking cringeworthy every time I've seen it. It's terrible. And it is David Brent. You're completely right. But, um, Chris, what about Belinda and Patrick? Mm, well. In the same kind of outfit. Yeah. I mean, look, <laughs> we know about the shell suits in the 80s. You know, man, husband and wife, where my auntie and uncle used to wear it. Now, my uncle, God rest his soul, ex-army, he was taller than me. He was about 6'3", six, 6'4". Big fucking bloke, Dave. He had forearms for days. He was a massive, tough bloke. But he, as he got older, he had a Bobby Charlton sweepover, a proper ginger Bobby Charlton sweepover, which was <laughs> obviously when it went windy, it went the other way. And he wore this fucking shell suit. Now, my auntie, he must have been about 20 stone at least. My auntie was about nine stone if she ever was. Same tracksuit on Dave when they went to Benidorm. Ridiculous. So when you see stuff like that, I'm like, no. It's a fucking hard no from me. I don't think I've seen any couple, even people like Posh and Bex, things like that, ever pull anything off like that, Dave. It looked ridiculous. <laughs> However, Belinda, I've got to give her credit from where she's come and the stories and the you know the, the the bullying and everything she's gone through. She has really come out of herself in this this uh, series. And Patrick, to be fair, has become quite a comical character because he just don't give a shit what he says. Yeah, no, no, it is really good, really good. Um... And like you say, because he's got no filter, and and he's he has been a little bit annoying. I think at different times, you know, putting his nose in where it's not necessarily needed. But when he's commenting on like you know Coco and Cameron, and is it Cameron Cam, Callum? I fucking get it wrong. Cameron, it was wasn't it? Cameron, Cameron, yeah, yeah. So uh, that was pretty funny. No, I quite like this this couple. You know, they they're really uh, they do seem really suited to to be together, don't they? And I, I I'm not a massive fan of the uh, the attire either, to be honest. And and you've reminded me with the old shell suits there. I remember years ago, and it, it was 
fucking years ago. Obviously, Chris, you know, my uh, origin part of the world is not your favorite place. Um, and for years, you know, there's been this stereotype about scousers in shell suits. And God, this must be 25 or so years ago. And I, I brought my girlfriend at the time to a match. And so I take her to the pub that I go to, you know, before the match, probably fucking knocked down by now but and uh you know I'm, I'm saying no no it's not it's not like stereotype you know that's just something that came out of harry enfield years ago and stuff and we're sat there having a drink you know before the match and stuff in walks a family of fucking scousers three fucking matching shell suits <laughs> <laughs> i was like come on man <laughs> yeah cut me a bit of fucking flat. i'm doing my best here <laughs> fucking brilliant absolutely brilliant he's so bad though isn't he? they were the cliches but you're right uh, interesting couple and obviously we'll talk about what happens afterwards but honestly I don't think there's anything wrong I think they, they, they seem quite made for each other the, uh, where they are what their interests were you know I, I think it works I think it really works and you look at like say Jake and Bex and they had like a fucking proper you know PG fucking 13 relationship that's why because she was lying her fucking ass off all the way through it was all Bex, I think, was bothered about being rumbled, was thinking, shit, my social media career is going to be down the toilet because I'm a, a, a liar and stuff, you know, and all that. So I think that's what she was bothered about. But them two, absolutely fine. Just like a Jason and Alana, I'm not sure about them. They had no chance together, I don't think. I know they no. stayed together, but bizarre, bizarre relationship. Um, really, just other than the set, I think they had the sex in, in common. That's what they said. They were, it was fireworks every time. Fair enough. But, you know, just doesn't didn't do anything for me. I don't. I mean, the only ones who would really want to make a, a, a go of it is Johnny. I, I thought uh, they were Johnny a great. Johnny Kerry, uh, yeah, yeah, Kerry, yeah, great couple and really into each other. I love their shock face reaction, and, and I love when everyone's talking under the breath when it kicks off. But yeah, I think I think overall, this like the, the reunion was was absolutely awesome, absolutely awesome. And we have got a bit of tea, Dave, haven't we? On where they are now. Yeah, so I think we so we've done all of the the various couples or the ones that matter because we're not we don't have to speak about the people who left earlier as well. So where where would you like to start, Chris? So this is our where are they now? Because our perceptions are shaped by what we see on the screen. But obviously, all these people are trying to get Instagram famous, and so well, that comes comes with that is good and bad. I I think. What about Bryce and Melissa? Should we start there? Well, I was going to save them for last, Dave. I have okay. actually got a running order. So we talked about Kerry and Johnny. Left together, look totally compatible, and they're still together, Dave. They are in together. They have a dog called Enzo. They've moved in, and they are more loved up than ever. So absolutely fair play to them. That's, that's great news, I think. Well, it, and, and obviously, because this was shot, you know, it was all produced and everything then shown on um, Australian TV. And then obviously we've got it a bit later. So, you know, where are they now really does have a bit of time, doesn't it? You know, because we've only just seen the episodes and time's moved on enough so um, to to really see how these relationships have panned out. So, yeah. no, I think Kerry and Johnny absolutely, you know, seem like the best kind of couple there and and yeah good luck to them yeah and then we've got george and liam 
They're not together, Dave. Um, George is single, and Liam's actually dating Samuel Levy, who was what he was one of the characters from the New Zealand maths, Dave. So he's um in a relationship now. I, I don't think that was a surprise, them two are not together. Let's be honest. Shocker on yeah, both fronts, I have to say. Yeah, well, it, 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 Liam just disgrace at the end for me. Um, Beth and Russell, it was Beth who took the picture of Booker and Jake. Yeah, together either, Dave. They have gone. Also, um, shocker. Yeah, <laughs> disgusting. Now, now this one's a shocker. Belinda and Patrick left the show together. They were together for a few weeks, but they have split up, Dave. They have uh, unfollowed each other on social media, and both are still single. I thought it was all fairly amicable, though. I didn't realise they unfollowed each other. Um, mm. But I, I think they'd said, you know, they'd tried to make a go of it, but they just wanted different things from life. But have, have you seen Belinda now? No, no, I've not seen her, no. She's, she's dyed her hair all ginger. And she looks like, have you ever seen Disney's Brave? Yes, I have, yeah. She looks like that. All right. You know, massive ginger, ginger hair thing going on. So, um yeah, she's definitely out there and being incredibly loud. And, you know, like I say, it seemed like there was no hard feelings there from what I read. No, that's good. That's good. Well, fair play to him, fair play to him. If they've unfollowed each other, maybe it's just for the whole of the show. I don't know. But another couple who are not together, Dave, is Jason and Alana. Now, the reason they split up, Alana said, and this is pretty bad, is there is mm. a behind-the-scenes video of Jason saying some rather nasty stuff about Liam. I don't know if it's... I think it may be Steven Swartz homophobic stuff. So that was the crux of it all, which is awful. That's the rumour. Now, apparently, Georgia was also there. So that... if It could be, if Liam's seen that video, that the blanking that he gave her at the reunion could have been related to that as well. Now I don't. That's true. I am not really sure because it seemed to fall, it seemed to flow, didn't it, perfectly from how he behaved when he left her at the altar uh, to how he behaved after. It, it didn't seem like he needed an extra push there, but um, yeah, that was that was a possibility as well. I saw uh, someone mentioned on our Facebook group. Yeah, that's awful. If it, that's true, whatever he's done, that's terrible. Now, Coco and Sam, we know they're not together. However, Coco and Cameron, they never got back together, Dave. We should see that in the <laughs> no. reunion. That that wasn't happening at all. Now, here we go for... These, now, there's two sides to this. Okay, so this one is Bex and Jake. Beck and Jake, sorry. I'm so sorry because I'm going to be absolutely slated for that. But Beck and Jake. And they're not together. But Shocker. Beck, is happily loved up with Ben Mitchell, who is the guy in the video. Now, Jake's dating fitness instructor Sophie Guidolin, for, and but they've now split up. But putting a bit of um, perspective on it, I think Beck was the absolute nightmare and deserved everything she got at the end. But Jake, Dave, I believe, isn't this wholesome good guy that he's portrayed. We've uh, been called out slightly on Facebook because I believe he's a serial cheat and notorious for doing the dirty on everybody he's been with. So I think for the show, I, I didn't see anything he did wrong on the show as far as we saw. However, afterwards, I think he, he, he is a bit of a chasing a bit of stardom and stuff as well. Could be. Now, I am not going to be 
an apologist because, you know, <clears throat> we follow these characters while the show's going on. We comment on the behavior and whatever. And then I'll maybe have a little Google, you know, uh, for like five minutes to see what they're up to. <laughs> that, that's the extent of it. But uh, from what I'd read, like basically his ex-girlfriend was saying he's a bit of a drinker and you know they'd been engaged to be married and then he cheated so that's you know you can see that he's obviously had demons in his life you can see that he wasn't a stand-up bloke at all and so she's just kind of confirming that so for me this is all like it's all past tense stuff so yeah, he's fucked up there by the sounds of it. So I'm not challenging that that you know he hasn't done what she said he's done. But there's a bit of a difference between doing this in your in your distant past and doing it on the show. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course there is. Of course there is. Look, what we saw, I have no reason to question him, Dave, despite what's gone on on the outside, whether maybe before or after. What we saw and what we were edited into showing was he was pretty much the good guy and Beck was just the nightmare. So, uh, like I say, the, the, the book of kiss, dubious, I'll say that. I don't think it was just this Peck they made it out to be. However, mm. I'd watch it to see. It doesn't really matter now, I suppose. But anyway, Bryce and Melissa, the couple that probably got the most airtime, the most shit thrown at him, a lot of it quite <laughs> rightly at Bryce because he's an absolute cock. Now, this was obviously filmed last year, and there's a reason it was filmed for last year, Dave, because I'll tell you why. On the article that we've got here, Melissa's pregnant, but she's not pregnant anymore, Dave, because she's just had twins by Bryce, yep. and they are happily together and in love. And my Sam is actually following on social media because the babies were born early uh, on about the 16th of October, so they were in um, you know, intensive care, make sure they were okay and incubating that. But I think they're out, they're out of the, the rough stuff now. And I, I've got a feeling that they're about to bring them home. They've brought them home, but they are loved up as can be, Dave. And I am absolutely blown away that they are together still out of everybody. But do you not think it all makes sense? The, the fact that, like most people in Melissa's position, would have walked away. And, and she could have done that many times over. You know, the kind of hazy, blurry picture just kept coming more and more into focus that Bryce had been, you know, not completely saintly, you know, but she was on a mission. And I think the baby or babies, plural, I think was just part of that mission. I think I don't, I think he's still a snaky fucker, but there you go, Dave. So he is, he absolutely is. And I, I'd read that, um, He's thinking of suing <laughs> the yeah. production company because no one will hire him anymore. Shocker. Um, but we'll he don't act like a complete douchebag. He rang the police, you know, while he was on the show. He actually rang he? the police. Yeah, he rang the police and made a complaint about the way he was being treated on the show. <laughs> you know, when he was famous, I'm storming out, but really I've got a bad stomach. Oh, no, I've stormed out because I can't take you actually telling me the truth and fucking, you know, <laughs> calling me out for being a wanker. Yeah, he actually rang the police, Dave. That is unfucking believable Oh, my God. I wonder which storm out that was. I don't know, Dave. There was fucking loads of them. It was like a tsunami yeah. every episode, wasn't it? What an absolute bellend. It must have been the one the one that got him in tears or something. But, yeah, that's the... I've read an article on it, and he said the producers... <laughs> 
step in. Oh my god! <laughs> but no. no, for me, it all makes sense. I, I just think you know that's kind of why Melissa was absolutely prepared to turn that blind eye, and you know. If that's what she wants to do, I think everyone should just leave her the fuck alone. You know, that it's it's worked out for her. It has indeed. It has indeed. So, Dave, what a great series. And we put the full stop on Maths Australia, and I cannot wait for the next installment, whichever country it comes from. But they've got a lot to lead up to for me. And I know we're going into Love Island now, and that's going to be a hell of a catch-up for us both. But I'm sure... <laughs> We'll be up to speed in no time once we get into a rhythm on it. So it's been really good. I just want to say a little thing, actually, Dave. Our good friend, Michelle Jordan from BBC Radio Berkshire, who's had us on now for nigh on four months, pretty regular on a Wednesday, talking about our various reality TV shows. She's actually leaving today as well. Now, we are going on in about an hour to talk to her and just, you know, a bit, little bit about maths, the reunion. But I just want to thank her as well for having us on and she's become a good friend of the show as well. She's a really nice person. So I wish her well. She's still staying within the BBC, but I'm not sure whether we'll be going on to talk about reality TV, Dave. But uh, so for whatever, if we don't, we don't. But we've made a good friend there because she's really nice, Michelle. No, that's awesome, isn't it? And I know you, you've been carrying the torch there because I... With work commitments and stuff, I just haven't been able to do it. But uh, no, it's been really good. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, we'll have some more chats in the future as well. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and as always, guys, big thank you to all our supporters, everybody on Facebook, Chris Today's Reality TV cast. We've had new people joining this last week again who want to talk about reality stuff. People calling us out. I love all that when we get stuff wrong. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. I threw a few pictures up there of, the, of us in the band as well from 2007. That's a long time ago. And, and just various things on there. So get all the guys. We have to approve you and join us. If you want to follow us on social media, at CD Reality Cast. And obviously, if you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com. And... If you do want to support us a little bit more, a little bit extra, get over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. So, as always, the roll call of honour for today is Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Jacqueline, Noreen, Claire, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, everybody who supports us now and has done in the past. We really, really appreciate it. It's so kind of you all. No, that's absolutely awesome. And we will get Bachelorette uh, episode five recorded over the next few days. And then, Chris, it's next stop, Love Island, Australia. It is indeed, my friend. And I cannot wait. I cannot wait, Dave. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Anyway, it's time to go, Dave. So you have a good evening, my friend. And I will speak to everyone again. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye now. Bye.